um i was thinking like oh shoot this, this is cool you know we ain't we haven't uh did equal opposites in about three weeks and then i was like oh but we did uh a love and hip-hop like this ain't really as fresh even though we did not talk about what we've been up to on love and hip-hop uh and then we did discuss we did do our patreon like a memorial day so how was your past month anything interesting you did or happened or what i don't even remember at this point what's the last thing i did that we talked about uh the last episode was before memorial day weekend so i have no idea what you've been up to since memorial day i like how we booked in this one memorial day and we got juneteenth this monday coming up (laughs) this is true did i tell you i saw janet Yes, we did talk about that. Okay. And you missed Luda, Chris. Yes. And I missed Luda. Okay. What I do after that? I went to this beach party for Memorial Day. Okay. That was cool. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm really like, what have I done? I mean, chill for real. I haven't been recording any of my podcasts so it was like a real vacation oh, for me. that's nice you had a, a was, little break mm-hmm. and although i didn't go anywhere um i'm in preparations oh speaking of i know i'll be back on wednesday so never mind i was gonna say i'm not gonna be here wednesday because i have to go to st louis for my job but i'll be back about 4 30 ish so might just have to push back recording okay um i really because also i made it to round three for this position so this is the last round hopefully i get it um hey, you gotta so drive or you fly how you gotta how do you they, go to they fl- they flew me out oh, okay <laughs> um my oh let's talk about in ghetto news what happened to me okay someone came into my backyard and stole my barbecue grill. This, I, what, all right. <laughs> we, we've been doing this for damn near 10 years. And you have talked about uh, kickbacks, birthday parties, what have you. I don't think you've ever described what type of grill do you have? Like, is it just the, you know, have the regular square or circle one where you lift up charcoal mm. or whatever, but it's not an oval type shape one? I don't it's know. It's the oval one. It had it's wheels? Of, like, how you it get had it? Wheels. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the oval one, and you lift, and it had the extra deck right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, yeah, it was wild because I came, you know, I parked my car in the garage now. And so I came in, and when I came in, the grill was where the grill normally is. It was in its place. And I was like, okay, great. And I came in the house, and I watched a thing or two. And then I was like, oh, let me get up and start cleaning. So I was on the steps, and I was, like, sweeping and mopping the steps, right? Yeah. And you know how you have a floor mat? You normally come outside, and you might knock it or whatever. So I take the floor mat, and I go outside. And as I step outside, I was like, where the fuck? Like, it was just, it's usually right by the door. Yeah, yeah, and I was yeah. like, what the? what the so then i'm like did my neighbor borrow my grill because we cool with our neighbors maybe you know somebody said it's okay and i just missed it you know but i'm like they wouldn't need to because they got a grill so then i go check the garage because again i have a good neighbor and sometimes when they're cleaning up they move stuff around for us so let me go check the maybe he put it in the garage or something Mm -hmm. no it's it's not in the garage and i was like you have got to just be shitting me like somebody stole 
I just so okay. Go ahead. What that ultimately made me do was get a privacy fence. So we got one of those. So like so um. A privacy what kind of, gate, whatever. Yeah, about to say, what did you have beforehand? Because just a regular gate, like the silver metal gate. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So this one, we actually got like a wooden fence that's that's tall up, so you can't see at all. <sighs> that's crazy. Yeah, I, yo, I ghetto, never, right? I never would have thought of anybody taking a grill. Just like, I oh, promise you, I don't know what this year is all about, but people keep trying me every month, every month. All right. So, um, did you get a new grill yet? <laughs> or how's that going to I did repurchase a grill. I actually ended up getting the same grill, but like the newer version of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it happened to be on semi-sale because when I first went looking for a grill, everything was like $3.99. I was like, y'all sound dumb because I ain't paid $3.99 when I got this grill. $2.99, $3.99. I said, I'm not doing it. And then I just did one more chance. I said, you know what? I went out for like another, like a few days later. I was like, let me go. And then it was the same grill for one ninety nine. Um, So, yeah. All right. That sucks. Anything else? Is that it for the past month? We got a St. Louis trip coming up. We got a beef party and we have a stolen grill. <laughs> <laughs> That was that was your three so, weeks. So it really, yeah. I mean, I didn't really do nothing special. Watch you gonna be like halfway to the episode, and I'm gonna be like, oh yeah, I did this. But at this moment, I got nothing. All right, so let's work our way backwards. If I can do this, Memorial Day weekend. Um, my goddaughter graduated from high school, and that was Sunday before Memorial Day. She came over Saturday to give me her her ticket. This is a new trend I'm not cool with. So when I was in high school, and I believe my school district still does this, you had, depending on the weather, you were either going to graduate indoors, which would have been in the gym, they'll bring out the size, blah, 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 or if the weather's nice, you'll be out in the football field. Uh... She's in District 204, yes. And then Melissa is in District 308. Their graduation is in DeKalb. So we have to drive 40 minutes, damn near an hour, north to go to NIU to mm-hmm. for this graduation. So she, each student gets 10 tickets. And she came over on Saturday to give me my ticket and she was in the neighborhood because she went to school over here. And her mom was like, I want you to take pictures at your old, your graduate, I mean, your elementary school, your middle school, blah, blah. And I thought this would be the perfect opportunity to give me, give her my, her graduation gift, which was an M1 MacBook Air. She oh, that's was, nice. Yeah, she was super excited. Let me tell y'all a quick story about me buying this on the Friday beforehand. So that, that Friday was our last day of school. For our kids. So I went downtown Naperville to the Apple store. And I'm like, hey, I'm trying to get this for my goddaughter, blah, blah, blah. They're like, all right, cool. You know exactly what you want. What color? Yeah, yeah. And I wound up giving her, getting her uh, Apple Care on there because you never know with these kids. And especially when they haven't dealt with anything like this. And in the middle of purchasing this, 
I don't know how, how many of y'all ever go to the Apple store to buy things. I bought my iPad there, my iPad Pro there, but it's, it's far and few between. Most of my products, I'll just go like to Best Buy or order it on Amazon, something like that. I forgot they actually give you um, like your receipt at your email or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm in there and uh, I got my phone there too. <laughs> um, and he says, is this a gift? Or like, is this a surprise? Like she don't know. I'm saying, yeah, she doesn't know. Okay, you might want to put your email in there. And I said, fam, this girl is in high school. I have no idea what her email is. Like, if y'all had told me to put her email in there. So long story short, yeah. Uh, I give her that. She was so excited. And it's one of those moments that I'm trying to figure out, like, what you can relate it to. Because if you would have told me the the day her mom dropped her off 18 damn years ago so I can babysit her. That, you know, I'll be at her graduation and getting her a laptop so she can go to, she's going to Illinois State. Yes. Illinois okay. State University. So we go, I go, um, I give I it to her. you just graduated from there. Remember when that used to be Illinois State? No, that was Southern, right? That had the players ball. Do you remember that? Oh, no. I think that was Southern. Yeah. Okay. Um, so <laughs> I give her a gift. She's super excited. And like, and this is the thing I knew, and I thought I mentioned this. I might've mentioned this on here. I knew exactly what I was getting her from the beginning of the year. And she told me like, yo, I was on Facebook, you know, marketplace looking up, trying to figure out how I can get this. I'm looking at this one. I'm like, oh, it's only $90. So this is what she really wanted. Her mom was thankful. Dad was thankful. Let's talk about this graduation guys. So I, so they tell me the graduation starts at six o'clock. They said, we want to get there early. The, kid, the kids have to be there an hour early because if you want to take pictures with their cap and gown, because as soon as they graduate, they got to turn their cap and gown in. Again, guys, I graduated in 2001. <laughs> so we took ours. It was ours. I know. So I'm asking Sarah. I said, yo, this, she's like, my cap and gown is in my closet. I was like, yeah. oh, okay. Like, <laughs> so this is wild. I drive up there. And it was smooth sailing until you get into like maybe a mile or so away. And there's tons of traffic. I get there around 430. I'm sitting in my car relaxing. Her mom hit me up talking about some, oh, we're on our way, blah, blah, blah. I was like, all right, cool. In the middle of sitting in this parking lot waiting for the event to start, I'm looking at these kids and their families. They're going to the event. They're looking nice, looking amazing. There was a black family. In the parking lot, like the parking spot in front of me, maybe two or three to the right, holding down a parking spot. And I looked and said, I would never. Don't listen. <laughs> if, if you get there when you get there, it's fine. So this mm-hmm. one lady was getting out. No, this one is taken. And I'm like, and you can, you know, honey, you probably been this. You've been to a ton of events and you've seen where people aren't from where the event is held. Yeah. So I'm like, this is a cap. And sure enough, after telling two or three people this is taken, guess who show up? The NIU little police. Uh-huh. And as soon as they showed up, that's when they arrived. The person they were holding it for was. And I was like, I, I could never do this. Like, don't ask me to hold nothing on. Fast forward, I get into the event. Here come Danielle, her mom. Yo, could you find a spot and hold down 10 cheers? How am I holding 10 cheers, y'all? 10. <laughs> I was like, look, man, I'll do my best. And we end up, we have some decent. Not ten, ten, not cheer. two, but ten. 
10. They were so late. They didn't get any pictures or whatever. Um, but I will give kudos to Matia Valley because they definitely was rattling these kids' name off back and forth to get through all these names. And they didn't even do it in alphabetical. They split it. So they started with the A's, and then one person had A's, and the person that was going after them had L, started there, and, we, and worked their way through the list. That was great. Memorial Day, we hmm, recorded our We pod. did ours by division or homeroom. Really? Wow. Mm-hmm. How many homebrews y'all got? Or divisions? Uh, when like- I graduated, uh, <laughs> I don't remember if I'm being honest, but yeah, they went by divisions. Yeah, I th- we did alphabetical order, and that's when I was in high school. I was Jeffrey, so I was right in the middle. Robinson would have took forever, and they was telling people not. But to- I will say that it wasn't like numerical, so it wasn't like it was like three hundred one, three hundred two, three hundred three. Because mm-hmm. I think over the years, like you know, kids transfer out so you don't have as many kids that you started with when you yeah yeah your first you know you graduate yeah so it wasn't like a hook i think man was 304 or something like that and we happened to be first i had i had to be like the second person who graduated my last name started with a b and then my division was the first one to go up so but it was i remember that and i think it was like a 313 or 314 i remember being like a 323 323 27 a 346 so it was like sporadic numbers but yeah, they went by division and went in that alphabetical order of the division, and then we was done. It went back quick. That's the that's the best part. I think they only took about 30, 30 little over thirty minutes. There was so much preamble though. There was a couple of songs. There was the dean speaking. There was a superintendent. And the way they did this was, fortunately for 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 me and my goddaughter, her class was last. There are three high schools in Matia Valley. There's, I mean, sorry, in 204, there's Wabonzi, Nikwa, Matia. They are all Native American names for y'all to be like, why are these names these way? That's what they are. Um, so she got to go at six. I think Nikwa had to be there at, theirs was 930. So your kids had to be there at 830. So then I went to go look up Melissa's and she, uh, they do the same thing. So next year when Melissa graduates, early in the morning. So we got to be at this house like at 839. So she can, no, actually 8.30, so she can be there like 9, I don't know, or a little after 9 to get these pictures. So that's that. She did text me a couple of days ago in a full panic because she got locked out of her computer. And I have never understood this generation. <laughs> she texts me like, yo, I forgot my password and I can't reset it. And she sends me a screenshot. So I'm like, and I'm at work. So I'm hit on YouTube like, well, watch this video. I've seen that video and it didn't work. So she's like, here's my screen, you know, and I'm looking. I said, well, you don't have the options. How do you not have the options? So I do another quick Google, go to Apple support, try this. Oh, my God, that worked. I was like, oh, my God, <laughs> you were so damn nervous. Like, fam, you've only been like two or three weeks and you was almost locked out. And then she hit me up saying, um, my dad said you're good at technology. Can you teach me some technology stuff? That's not like old people talk. That's like, real vague. It is. Real and I vague. said, well, what are you trying to learn? I need to be a little right. I need to be a little more specific. She says she's going to intern for the hockey team. And I guess she wants to do video and audio. And I'm like, okay, download this. And then we'll go out to dinner and talk. And I'll tell you what you can be doing and stuff like that. All right. So that's, that's that. The weekend afterwards, we went up to Milwaukee. 
that was fun. We had a nice day. That was during their Pride Fest. There was a lot of people. Uh, obviously, I don't leave downtown Milwaukee, so I couldn't tell y'all what else was going on in that city. But downtown was really busy. We walked along the lake shore, which is gorgeous. Uh, there was a guy struggling to get a kite out of a tree. And I don't know if he ever got out the tree, but he was real nervous. And I thought to myself, how much could a kite cost? That like, I, did you borrow the kite? Like, is it sentimental value? Uh, we did a lot of walking. I did about 23, 25,000 steps that day. We, okay. We went to the casino. I've never lost $20 that quick. I'm usually, <laughs> I'm usually a penny slots guy. I thought I sat at the penny slots. I put my $20 in. I got my pot, uh, you know, ready to go in my ear. And I hit five cents. I th- was what I think in this five cents. I think it was actually just $5 because after four goals, I was done. Mm-hmm. And then I went to go look for Sarah. I was like, "Fam, this is this is this is not fun." And then I don't know how. I don't. I'm trying to figure out why this is a thing in cheap casinos. Well, I call them cheaper casinos. That might just not be. But I noticed this in St. Louis, and I seen it here. And then I brought it up to a lady I work with, and she says it happens in Aurora uh, as well. But they have free refills. Like there's a a fountain machine that you can just go fill up pops and lemonade and water, and I'm like this. I don't know. It gets a little cheap to me. I'm not the biggest fan. Cheap, not a little cheap. <laughs> it's just like, oh, here you go. Like I get it because they ain't gonna have people just bringing you drinks or what other than hard liquor, and you're gonna pay for that. But that was that. And then the weekend, last weekend, we did the food truck festival. We made sure we got our cheers, and we ended up. I ended up getting these folding chairs that has a cooler in it Ooh, fancy man that was a game changer for us because i was like i saw the shade that uh you talked about that you had but i was like we go to a lot of events and if i just bring a bunch of bottled waters that are already cold and put in my little sack i don't have to buy any drinks here so we did that sat there relaxed had some had what did i have like a euro in a bowl and a, a, gyro, a gyro in a bowl and some loaded fries and Sarah had some shrimp because it was a Hawaiian food trunk truck. Sorry. Some garlic uh, shrimp. And we just sat there and enjoyed the day. And uh, that was it for the past three weeks. I've, I visited my mom and dad throughout that father's day is coming up. He told me uh, a month ago that he wanted a fire pit. The fire pit is here. So I'm going to go over there this weekend and put it together for him. Nice. I am in the mood to do my backyard myself mm-hmm. um just because now that i have this privacy fence i have privacy uh, <laughs> and i've gotten rid of a lot of stuff that was just sitting on the garage like furniture or just whatever i already had a um a fire pit but i now i want to do it up like i want to get you know patio sets and the whole ambiance yeah we was we were discussing this me and sarah and she was when she was surprised that my mom and dad wanted a fire pit. And I was like, my mom and dad still enjoy each other's company. They sit out there and drink and smoke and by the fire. And I got him this. He had the one he had broke. And I have one now that actually is like an egg shaped one. And it actually comes with a grill. So if he wants to buy some hickory oh, nice. type wood and want to put some hot dogs and burgers real quick on there, he can do it with that. I was like, man, I wish I had a backyard. I want to do I want a fire grill. That would have been fun. Uh, so yeah, I'm I think go. that's the one reason I don't want to move to an apartment. 
<laughs> that's it. it's because, because i'm a backyard person like i like hosting events i like people coming over so unless i have like one of those apartments that has like a rooftop thing i just it's just gonna really suck not to have a backyard or there's other apartments that have um because my my god kids the, their their apartment had a communal area like each building yeah. had where you can you can go set up and they they're the way they lived at they had grills already there and you have yeah. the pool and stuff like that. So, yeah. Um, anything else that happened to, with our week? Oh, let's let's kind of get into this. So, when we did the Patreon episode, we talked about Tina Turner passing away. And I brought up What's Love Got to Do With It. I, what's Love Got to Do I did a rewatch on What's Love okay. Got to Do With It. Um, so, because for those who didn't listen to the Patreon, I had talked about when I, the, I haven't seen this movie since I was a child and I laughed at inappropriate parts, you know? So when I did the rewatch, a couple of things stand out that I, that I already knew. Angela Bassett was a beast, was amazing. Mm-hmm. And the shoulders she was giving us. <laughs> Cause Tina. It's be, the mouth. Yes. Tina. Oh, you know what though? You ever see, you ever watch something that you haven't seen in a while, but you remember it vividly? I remember as soon as the movie came on, I said, oh, yeah, I hated this beginning because this little black girl looks nothing like Tina Turner. That uh, Remember, she's in the church singing. Mm-hmm. I, I know, like, I know. I said, watch your heart cast this girl. She looks nothing. Like, there's nothing, not the shade. I mean, she was good at being, you know, too much in church. Love that. But I was like, and then to flip it. This little light of mine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna let it shine. She was getting it. Oh, Jesus! I know my Jesus told me to get let my little light. Whoa, 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 whoa! She was hitting that shit. Can we discuss? Can we talk about the acting though? Can how we good? Talk about how they can never do another like Tina Turner movie. Oh no! Like you know how sometimes you have these movies they they keep doing another version as the years go. This, I, we don't need. Is there? Another. I mean, I'm pretty sure. I'm trying to think of music artists. There might be one or two Elvis movies. I know there's a few Steve Jobs, and that's not music movies. Um, there's a couple that has Malcolm, not Malcolm, Martin Luther King. Uh, but I don't think there's that too many music movies. I mean, nah, not music. Yeah, so I, I don't think, you, and there's no way you can do it. But the acting was so good. And I'm always amazed at acting where when we get reintroduced to Tina Turner, She's like this 16, 17 year old girl. And we get we walk all, we go all the way to like the 80s with this same actress. And the way that Angela Bassett acts young is amazing. And you get all the mm-hmm. little nuances and the mannerisms. You're like, yeah, she really does come across as like some little girl who don't know it all, going to St. Louis. That was her city. And then yeah. I think what's overshadowed by this by this movie is not only is Angela Bassett so great that we don't talk about this, but Lawrence Fishburne played the hell out of an evil ass person. He did. He absolutely. Oh my god, yo! I was like, yo, he really played a villain. That's a risk. The end. I thought about they did this movie right after Boys in the Hood, and there are a couple Listen, in this, and then um, work Ru- husband and wife. Yeah, and then um, Jennifer Lewis plays her mama, and then that's his wife on Blackish, his ex wife yep. on Blackish. And Jennifer Lewis is such such a good yo. I felt Jennifer Lewis when she told her like Mama got a date 
take your sister down to the club. And I'm like, mm-hmm. get out the house. I got things get to do. Get out, y'all got I got stuff to do. I got men to do. That's what she wanted. So she could <laughs> say that that was the polite way of telling you I'm trying to get my boots knocked, sis. Let's yeah. go. Uh good movie. Tough watch. When you get to them in the so I, I started doing some research too, as I as one does when I watch it. So a couple of things stand out. One was the people who are close around her, Tina Turner and Ike at the time, said they never saw Ike hit her, but they don't deny that it happened, which means they might have seen her with a black eye or some scratches, mm-hmm. blah, blah. And for the most part, all his abuse is done when nobody's around. The only time it was people were around was uh, in the restaurant with the cake scene, and people mm-hmm. said the cake scene never happened. Where like not that way they said they did get cake that they didn't order one time, but he didn't force her to eat it. And then the other thing that stuck out was the rape scene, which I'm watching now. You're just like this shit is crazy as hell. But they don't know if he actually raped her, or they're taking the quote when she said sex with him was like rape, or felt like rape. Blah blah. Um, he always did try to reconnect with her after that. And she was like, no, nah, I'm good. You know, we made our music together. We did this. We are fine. We're not, we don't need to work together anymore. He never seemed like he was apologetic for it. The real like Turner. He said that he never beat her, but he did slap her. And I was like, well, did you say you were sorry for slapping? You know, like, right. I, or, or did you say like, I shouldn't have done that either. But uh, like you could do an Ike Turner movie. Cause the way his child, yeah. this dude was molested twice by older yeah. women and he said that's why his relationships were so sexual. Um, the movie does a great job by not explaining that that first child that Tina has is not by Ike. It's by the dude, another guy in the band. I was like, oh, okay. That's, that's how that goes. Well, that was stuck out in them. Oh, my favorite scene, though. I was excited for this. So I remember the girl actress not looking nothing like Tina Turner. But when Phil Spector, who was also a weird person, shows up because he wants to work with Tina Turner. I love that. I was like, oh, this is the part with the violins and she got to go to the studio. I love that orchestra song. I went to go look it up. I was like, and then I went, uh, she did Never Say Never Again. Is that her? And that was like a James Bond movie. Was that her? Oh, I'm mixing up with Phyllis Hyman because I looked up Phyllis Hyman recently too. Either way, the good scene movie. when she runs out the coattail and go to the next oh, yeah. hotel. That's that. real though, right? Wasn't that? I'm I think it, though, yeah. You know what bothers me about that scene though? Her running into the street as if she Cross don't know how streets work. I said, fam, what is going on here? She just runs stop and runs stop. And I was like, why are you act like you don't know how street works? But yeah. Because I'm in panic mode. I'm I know. just trying I get, to get away. I gave her her little like, all right, I get it. Uh but yeah, what's love got to do with it? The song, not that just the movie, was dope. And I like how they showed the real her at the end, and how she went on to have a little a number one hit with that song. We brought up songs to end with. We forgot about simply the best, and I I equate that song with HBO because HBO used to have a little <laughs> montage, a trailer with simply the better best than all the rest. Yeah. Um, while we're on music, did you check out TLC Forever? No. All right. This was Lifetime. How many documentaries do they need? All of them. They need all the documentaries. Did we learn something new? Um, Not really. So it kind of jumps back and forth. And I, I was not a fan of the pacing in the beginning because it would show you like, yo, TLC did this, this, and the third. 
And you're like, okay. But in, then the, in the present time, they're showing you them getting ready for Glass, Glastonbury. I think that's what they're, they're, they're performing for. But then it jumps back to the beginning where T-Boss was born here. Chili was born here. Left Eye was born here. They, I was surprised that they did not talk, talk to the original girl who got kicked out the group and got replaced by Chili. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was like, yo, why are we never hear from her? What's going on? Then maybe I, she declines. Maybe. <sighs> I'm trying to think of any other groups like that. Because Boys to Man is sort of like that, but Mark Nelson had a career. Escape. They was five before they was four. Oh, so, okay. There was another person that was in Escape who got out of there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We learned that Andre Risen, Lisa Left Eye Lopez's boyfriend, the one who she burned his house down by trying to burn his clothes, love bombed the fuck out of her. He had saw her in a club and followed her around the club the whole damn time and talking about how beautiful she was and blah, 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 blah. They kind of did that in the movie too, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, we learned that Chili and T-Boss quote unquote met before they were a group all it was I believe Chili worked at a department store and T-Boss like I came here during that time it's not really a meeting there was no mention of the reality show T-Boss's health was way more serious than we thought uh, like her sickle cell got really bad and almost took her out but she wanted to be there for her kids and Dallas Austin was an asshole because he wanted he got Chili now got Chili but they he wanted the abortion the first time until he kept the second one uh, the second child who looks just like her daddy his dad and uh, that you means, know sometimes I forget like when I think of what what he looked like I think of Evan Ross because <laughs> that's who played him in the movie <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dallas Dallas did sit down who else Missy sat down and talked about them and um, Dave Grohl. That's his name from Foo Fighters slash Nirvana because he had he being in Nirvana. He dealt with the death of uh, Kurt Cobain. So when they got to uh, Left Eye's death, here's what I will point out. This is this is about me as a child. I and I should say a child. I was young as fuck when they showed up. I had the biggest crush on Chili. Rewatching this, I'm like, oh, no, if if we were around the same age, I would have talked to Left Eye. Her energy, her 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 vibrance for life was so cool, and I was like, plus she rapped like the, I would I, that that would have worked. I would I would I would think I had a better chance of us like going the distance. And her death was just super sad. Plus she was super funny too. If you like yeah. watch like her things when they got accepted for awards and stuff like that, really good. But if you've seen Left Eye, I mean any of their movies or the documentaries no need to see this it's not i don't give it the same recommendation as dear mama i finished the dear mama documentary and that still was amazing and i was like all right that was that was that was good what else i have on here um we still waiting on tory lanes to be sentenced now we got to go to august 7th i don't care this is the the longest why why is this the longest why why does it take forever he tried to get a retrial. They was like, nah. He tried to get the judge thrown off the case. They was like, nah. Why? What the judge do? <laughs> he didn't give me a retrial, so he corrupt. Um, this Anita Baker babyface beef. Child. What is? What, she kicked this man off the tour. Oh, you know what? No, let's let's hold off on that because okay. we're gonna start with babyface. Then we're gonna get to Anita Baker. 
Tiny Desk has been doing it up again this y'all this this month. Last year we got Usher and Monica. This year we done got a Babyface Tiny Desk, which was amazing with Tank and Shantae Moore on backgrounds. We got a Charlie Murphy mm-hmm. one. Uh, Tank what Tank came out this week too, I think. Yeah. Really good. Really with good. With Luke, James, and Brooke Valentine. Yes, it was Brooke Valentine. Yep. Mm-hmm. I saw a little bit of that. Um, so I'm really enjoying these. But Anita Baker took this man and said he accu- she accused Babyface of fa- Babyface's fans of harassing, bullying, and threatening her via social media. So why he get fired? <laughs> I'm confused. tell his fans to chill out. Oh my goodness. Then she snitched. She was like, and he hate Beyonce. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? What? <laughs> I did not see that part. No. Oh my goodness! Uh, she talked about how uh, Babyface hated Beyonce, and she called B- Babyface a support act. She was letting y'all know that like, he is not no co-headliner. <laughs> Let me see if I get. Uh, I got some of these tweets. Good morning to dot 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 Kenny's crazies who continue to harass. Kenny's crazies are online bullies. At Babyface, please call off your fans. I have been only kind and supportive of you as a special guest slash support. On my tour. He hates Beyonce as well, Kenny's crazies. I fought and won that case too. So I think this this case she was referring to 20 years ago, and now I'm more successful than ever. It doesn't diminish Babyface. What she said? Manager contacted as my special guest slash support act to help expose him to my arena size fan base. Does she know who Babyface is? As if like Babyface needs his help. <laughs> it helps him. Bye to the Kenny Creepy Crazies. There is a white man behind these grown black men harassing me and gaslighting my fans uh, because he can't take over this tour. So he wants to destroy it. Kenny, Kenny Crazies narcissist. Babyface, call off your boys. What? What's going on? I don't know. What? I don't know. <laughs> I am confusion is what I am. I don't get this, man. Uh, all this, you would thought like, you know, after the incident in Jersey where Babyface did not perform and she did, we was just moving on. We'd be like, all right, cool, whatever. It happened, it happened. And Nita was like, nah. And he hate baby. He hate Beyonce too. <laughs> so just to let y'all know. Um, yeah. like, why bring this up? <laughs> the BET Awards are supposed to be coming up and I'm mm-hmm. really interested on how they're going to do an award show with no writers MTV Awards did that happen the way they wanted to because they didn't have any writers now you can do all performances that is fine but they are nominees in awards to be given out and now you can hand those out but you can't have anybody come out there's no host you can't have anybody come out and be like Hip-hop has always been about the forefront, like, because somebody has to write it. So I'm like, how are you Can't the person write it themselves? If they're good enough, (laughs) they could. But also, you you also have to have a person who has no ties. So meaning, uh, if Jamie Foxx was healthy, he couldn't come out and do it. So I don't know if you guys know this, that they're doing Deadpool 3 right now. And uh, Ryan Reynolds can't ad-lib. Because he's part, he also writes. So he can't, like the other Deadpools, he's done a lot of ad-libbing. He cannot ad-lib. You got to stick to the script. You can't rewrite anything. So if you're part of, and now the Actors Guild might be going on strike at the end of this month. So if you're a writer or you're part of the Writers Guild, 
you you're not gonna cross that picket line. So you can only do have only have um the uh, more you know. Yeah, you can only have artists who have no ties. Like Diddy probably is part of the writers uh guild. Oh, not writers guild, but actors guild because he's done uh Raising the Sun, a couple other movies. I don't think he wrote any movies, but I'm interested to see how this works. And there was a rumor that Tyler Perry finalizes. That is just a rumor. It has not happened yet. Uh, oh, really? I mean, they've been saying everywhere that this man now owns the BET and the VH1. And <laughs> the VH1. They really, they really took... Um, I wanted to ask. So, you guys took Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. Are the other Love and Hip Hops like st- stuck on VH1 or what's going on here? Or y'all going to take the whole property? Because y'all don't care. I'm when- also like if Tyler Perry took over VH1, did he, did he go, I don't want Love and Hip Hop on my channel? And they went to MTV? Uh, Was that part of the contract? I don't, yeah. If if it, if it would, I could see that happen if this happened. I mean, that was finalized, but it looks like it isn't, so he wouldn't have no pull over that. Plus, I think they, you know, we'll probably discuss this on Wednesday, but the ratings were actually good. So, you know, like, they actually put some work. They've been, they promoted the heck out of this show. They did, um, they sponsored a segment on Ebro in the morning last week. They've been trying to do, trying to get the word out. So I don't think they would have been like, oh, let's acquiesce to him. Uh, and then we still got to spend money. They're like, take this shit. Get out of here. We don't care about this channel. <laughs> um, any, oh, so they don't care about Black Ink Crew, which lets me, uh, they, they left that on VH1. Do you follow four from Black Ink Crew Chicago? Yes. Well, I don't follow him, but <laughs> I have seen okay. the latest information. So four was a tattoo artist on Black Ink Crew Chicago. Now he a porn star? Like, what's going on? The former reality TV star and tattoo artist has been flooding his Twitter account with raunchy clips of him and a lady friend having sex in the bedroom. One video captured the Chicago native busting his booty wide open as a woman munched down on his backside. One photo shared on the artist's account showed him getting pegged by a bodacious woman. So then, of course, people got thoughts. And my only thought is, why are we putting this on what you call it? Like I, you could- my only thing. So like when I saw, I was like, okay, he enjoys being pegged to each his own. I just wasn't ready. Like it was the most random thing ever. I don't know if anybody did. So I would be ready. I don't know, but it was just like <laughs> the most random shit that happened to that day. And I was like, what? And then of course, you know, now you know, so you like investigate. It was the legs up in the air with the little red Astro boots for me because I couldn't. Yo, I didn't see none of this. I came across the story today and I was like, this is really going on over here? So I didn't even, because it was on Twitter, a friend of mine seen it. It was like, have you seen this? And they said that to me. And I was like, what the heck? And they were like, oh man, if you go on his page, it's like a whole lot. So I went to the page because I was like, wait. And so I'm like, how did we get here? How long has this been going on? Because I don't follow four or anything, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was just like, oh, okay, well, he enjoys to be pegged and he likes getting his ass when you found a woman who enjoys doing it, like, to each his own. I was just, like, taken back. And then there was another video where he was, quote, unquote, in the Uber, allegedly. Yeah. Um, with his dick out and rubbing it. What is going 
and, what? and it's the video like you see the video of him doing it like the it's the first picture i want to say where it's him in the back seat and you got the camera from the back seat going forward so you can see the driver yeah. and he was like bet i won't pull my dick out in the back of this uber or something <laughs> of, something of that nature and then the second pick was him doing it and he was like stroking it i believe in the back of this uber while the uber driver was just like driving forward not knowing what's going on then there was another video of him driving around what looks like chicago but driving around butt naked just in his car butt ass naked stroking just driving around i was like first of all um you brave but (laughs) i was just like why is we doing this i just don't get why there's not an OnlyFans link I'm confused he about He has an OnlyFans. That's, so, like, he apparently had an OnlyFans, and he had dropped a picture or something, and he was no, he dropped, like, a little sample, and he was like, for the whole thing, you got to go to my OnlyFans. And so, I'm assuming he had an OnlyFans for a little bit, and maybe he was just trying to get some more viewers and put it out. It feel like he's giving away Don't the whole cow. He's giving away the everything. Nah, these are samples. Trust oh. me. These are sample <laughs> videos and pictures. Trust me. I mean, they might be like five seconds or ten seconds. Oh, it's okay. enough for you to it's enough for you if you are interested in that type of thing to be like, okay, let me go ahead and see what's happening over here. It's, he was on the they was on the balcony. Now I ain't I ain't shaming balcony sex because it's on my bucket list. But they was on the balcony getting it in in broad daylight, honey. Broad daylight. They're, they're like here? Or was he on the beach? Was it, we, I promise you, it looked like a sky rise in Chicago. Uh, I don't know. And it was a balcony, and he was slightly bent over the balcony, and she was doing her thing. You know, it looked like a fun time for them. Well, listen, um, because you probably started watching a long time ago when he was dating, what's that girl named Nikki? I think her name was Nikki. She ended up dating 50 Cent for a while. So one of the reasons they broke up is because she had seen he was sending pictures like that, like, oh, showing his butt and stuff like that to other women's and, and, and things like that. Oh. So I knew, like, I was like, oh, I guess when, when I saw that came across the article, I was like, I think he mentioned he was in the butt play. So, all right, I guess this is going to get you the, them clicks and views. But you got to do something. Get your money. Ryan Henry done closed down the famous Nymag tattoo shop after almost five years. Both of them? Uh, which one he do? Let's see. On May 15th, Henry posted a solemn goodbye to his flagship store. So maybe not both of them. The first where one. many of the stars drama unfolded with fellow castmates. He mentions in his lengthy caption how he acknowledged the parts he played and some of the issues that plagued the brand, but why he's grateful. Quote, January 5th, 2019, we opened our doors and again created history. A few weeks ago, the doors to Nymag Lucana, how you pronounce that? Lucana? Are closed. Uh, thought it would feel harder than I was. It only opened in 2019? I don't know why I felt like it was open longer than that. I know. I was like, when did that show start? <laughs> but it's bittersweet. I deeply thank each and every supporter, artist, client, party goer, admin, volunteer, helpers, staff, whatever. Uh, it, it goes on. I take all responsibility and accountability for any and everything. I'm built for it. I hear the jokes and the gossip, and I'm still uh, nigh-mack to death. I can't thank everyone enough for such a great experience. We're still getting it. So hit me up. soon. See you soon. I know you don't... Um, have any tattoos or planned on getting any tattoos, but you watched the show. If you were going to get a tattoo, 
uh, and uh, sorry, the, the, I would actually would do shows. I don't think you ever saw Compton slash L.A. Now, um, who would you have gone to? Would you have gone to Caesar or Ryan for the ink? Who did you think was a better cat? Oh yeah, so you don't. Yeah, now you gotta go to L.A. But yeah, cat was <laughs> dope. Cat was dope. Uh, what else I have on? Oh, we got. I have Kim Kardashian's man list. Uh, she post. <laughs> she put this out on her um, on her show, and I wonder. You know, I heard man list like man list like she doesn't have a man. Uh huh. And then I heard this for oh. man list. And I'm <laughs> oh, like, man. oh okay. All right, so this was in the latest episode of Hulu's Kardashians, and I don't watch it, but she said we made a man list, a manifest list. When asked what's on it, Kim took out her phone to reveal what she's looking for in a partner. Here we go. Number one, protect me. Number two, fight for me. Number three, good hygiene. Number four, calm. Five, no mom or dad issues. Six, patient. Seven, supportive. Genuinely happy for me. Successful, good teeth. And teeth is one of her biggest turn-ons. She also says he needs to be spontaneous, fun. My friends and family love him. Someone that could be a role model to my kids, especially that my boys can look up to. No heavy baggage. And she finished with taller than me, which isn't hard. She's not tall. Someone that loves to work out. A motivated person, an independent person that's not clingy. And someone with good taste. Also, no balding. But then, I don't know. If I'm also in love, I'll rub your ball head. You know what I mean. But we're just talking about a perfectionist. I think she meant with the balding part. You think she meant receding hairlines because that's when people pull that shit off when it's thinning. You'd be like, just just go bald or go get some mm-hmm. some work done. Any problems on this list for you? It feel like an anti Kanye was right. I, that's <laughs> what I was thinking. Oh my god, I was like the big stuff was very much heavy on. Please don't be like Kanye. But I don't. I could be wrong. I think some stuff. I'm like, wasn't Kanye super supportive? For her, I feel like I think so. Maybe I might be wrong. The things uh, uh, I think I'm looking at Kanye with calm because he's not. He's not mom yeah. or dad issues. Yep. I, mm-hmm. Um. Everything. Oh, no heavy baggage. Mm-hmm. But everything else, you know, <laughs> I'm pretty sure he had good hygiene. He did, and then I was like, the teeth. He got his teeth done yeah. and fixed and stuff. So yeah, I remember asking Sarah. Not asking, but you know, bringing up this point that people are judgmental when other folks get work done physically, you know, either breast or ab sculpting. There's like, what do dudes got? They have ab sculpting, mm-hmm. calf implants. Um, you know what's wild to me, and I say this as a vertically challenged person: the uh, the strengthening, like getting taller. Like how they'll break your bones and then make you. Yeah, that's nah, wild. Fam, it's no. You, if you don't put some lifts. <laughs> it's no. <laughs> I'm not going through all that to look weird. Cause you, it's like, no. No, nah, I can't. <laughs> but I, I was asking like, yo, you know, I noticed that people don't do anything when it comes to people's teeth. And Sarah says, because your teeth is connected to your health. So you have to have di- good dental hygiene. So if somebody goes and gets their teeth fixed, or, you know, dental implants. Nobody's like, oh, you fake as hell. What you used to have a gap or you used to have a chipped tooth. You should bring that back or you was missing teeth or dead tooth. I was like, oh, okay. That makes sense. Uh, you want to get into some some viral things we missed? Sure. Um, Home Depot girl. Did you see her? 
I don't think so. So this girl worked at a Home Depot. She took a picture of herself, and I think the caption was, people say I'm too pretty to work at Home Depot. The men's came out. They end up doxing her, and she had to quit her job at Home Depot. You know, she said, I don't think I'm pretty enough. I'm in Home Depot while going to college and all this. Shaq slid in her DMs, and then people got mad that she exposed that and thinking, like, you should have fucked him. You messed up the bag. It can be both ways, guys. Y'all get mad when women are gold diggers, and they get mad yeah. when they not gold diggers. And yeah. Shaq, what is your grown ass doing in there with a college girl? You, whatever you said to her privately, you could have said publicly. There's no need for you to be like, keep your head up privately. You, yeah. you, you could have said that. It's like, it looks weird when you do it that way. You could have said that, yeah. Um, the other one was the video of the guy at his wedding on the phone. Did you see that video? I did see a piece was, of that. Yeah. So for those who haven't seen this, this guy, they had, you know, they pronounce you man and wife and they're walking out and the guy is all on his phone. Now we're going to treat this as this is 100% fact because we got no names attached to it. No, nothing just went viral. My thing was like, I thought about when I got married, I didn't even have my phone. Like I couldn't imagine me have, what was the purpose of me having my phone? Uh, we, and I was like, could it have been some type of emergency? But I feel like everybody is at your wedding. <laughs> you, <laughs> you, you ain't never lied. So, uh, yeah, it could have still been an emergency, but I don't know. But you know what's wild though about it? Why post that video if you didn't want the reaction that you got? Because it's like internet. It's it's a deleted TikTok, but. It's not one of the proudest moments. You could have gotten yeah. outside whenever he put the phone away. Phone away, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I was like, and like, they just got him. Like, she chilling. And, but you're right, though. You would think everybody would have been at the wedding. What he, he like? Did he he place a bet? <laughs> <laughs> He's checking the score. Yeah, yeah. He got I him. mean, remember that wedding we went to? The pastor came out and was like, "Hey, game is in second uh, overtime. It was one y'all heads up." That's still okay. one. That's still one of the weirdest moments because I we didn't leave <laughs> Illinois, but they were not Bears fans, and I thought I've, I've yet we to was see. Watching, we was watching the Bulls. It was a Bulls game. No, 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 no. So you were in the wedding, and you were there early. When I was th- when I got there, I was in the lobby because it still hasn't. You know, they haven't opened up the church or whatever, and I was sitting in there with some guys, and uh, it was the draft coming up. And they all oh. talked about who the Rams are. And I'm like, the Rams? Why are y'all? And I said, oh, yeah, y'all are closer to St. Louis than y'all are Chicago. Which brings me to my other point about sports teams moving. Like, the Raiders just moved from Oakland to Las Vegas and look like the athletics are moving as well. And I've, I listen to a lot of sports radio. I watch sports television and see the pundits and whatnot. And nobody ever talks about this when teams move. When teams move from a different city, what happens to the stars of the former city? Here's an example. The Seattle Supersonics have moved to Oklahoma. They are now the Mm -hmm. Oklahoma City Thunder. The Seattle Supersonics in 1996, I believe, took the Bulls to six games in the finals. You had Detlef Shrimp, but also Sean Kemp. And let's let's pretend Sean Kemp is in good standing and Gary Payton. If you wanted to honor that team, you cannot do it. You can't honor them Oklahoma. They 
those fans did not go see Seattle. The same thing with the Rams, who have left who left L.A. to go to St. Louis, now went back to L.A. That St. Louis team bought them a Super Bowl. If you want to honor Kurt Warner and Isaac Bruce and Marshall Falk, you can't do it in L.A. Those weren't their fans. So yeah. nobody ever thinks about, like, where do they, where do their their jerseys go? How does that work? And nobody's just, oh, well, we got to move the city, and y'all got to pay for the new team. So that is that. All right, we did wedding guy. Oh, now here's my question for you. Uh-oh. What is going on with Real Housewives of Atlanta? I see the ratings aren't good. In the last episode, they got Dean for being shady for editing NeNe leaks out of the previously on and went back to like season four or whatever. What, what's going on over there? Um, <laughs> As far as the ratings, right? I think that you have Real Housewives of Atlanta coming on at a terrible time in life. Usually, um, Real Housewives is a fall show, like Atlanta. Yeah. They usually come on like November. People are in the house. On the Sundays, it's not no real holidays going on, you know, no barbecue type S things. And so you have those views. You are now broadcasting them in the summer. And then the time that their lowest views was that Memorial Day weekend. So ain't nobody home anyway to watch this because we're all off on Monday. We all out barbecuing or whatever. Okay. Um, so I think, you know, partially the time, like the time of the year that it's being played and those particular weekends where people were out has something to do with it. Also, I heard that this a lot of people don't watch real time TV. A lot of people watch this back on Peacock. So I heard the Peacock ratings was fine. Mm-hmm. but not so much the live viewing. And it, also I heard that it comes on at the same time if something else that's popular on Sundays. Oh, 90 Day. 90 Day Fiance. I must say, I have no idea what that is. So I guess they're battling that. Um, as far as them editing Nene out, I don't know why, because I don't even think I noticed that they hadn't edited Nene out. Everybody else did, apparently. Yeah. But I, the only thing that I can think of was because they had this, like, big, I don't know if they had a lawsuit or a big I, That's thing what I think. I think Nene is suing them. Yeah, and, I, and think, I was like, I think that's why they took her out. Yeah, I think a lot of people don't, you know, don't grasp the situation. They'd be like, yo, that's shady. Why would they? And I said, well, let somebody sue you. You want you want to bring them up and show them positive? And then I was like, do you have to pay to use her image? You know uh, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, if I have the image, do I have to drop you off a dime or something because I still use your image? Whereas, if they took her out, all the remaining people when that image is currently on the show. So I was like, maybe <clears throat> that has something to do. I don't know. She, all right. Um, how, go ahead. Um, go ahead. I would say, however, what's going on with Atlanta is Marlo is trash. Uh, That's what's going on. I saw that too. Um, but just a real quick update. Nene Leaks dismisses discrimination lawsuit against Bravo. So this was last August that this happened. So they might have been like, well, well, since you tried to sue us, we're taking you out. Oh, and then before we get into Marlo, the past two seasons, this season, I'm sorry, in the season before is when they started doing May returns. Mm-hmm. Uh, season 14, they came back in December and they ran all the way through May. Like, there were some breaks in between that. But uh, yeah, so <clears throat> I've seen this. I saw somebody say Candy should pay Marlo dust the same way that uh Kenya does and why do you think Marlo hasn't worked as a main peach holder but she was better as a friend less is more with her that just it I feel like Marlo felt like she was entitled to have this peach 
I've been here long enough. Why don't I have one? And for a while, I kind of felt the same thing. Like, why don't she have a peach? Like, you still on the show? And at first, you was on the show because you was Nene friend. Nene not here. Mm-hmm. So, like, she's so if you're going to have her, like, might as well. She did her 10 years in the game on this show, give her a peach. Um, the problem is, yeah, we got too much of Marlo. And now you don't see those sides where Marlo as a friend would just come in, throw some shade, mix up some shit, and then you bounce, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you're like a constant peach and you're always here and you're dragging stuff out and making something out of nothing, at least to us as the viewers are seeing it. I'm not going to say that Marlo isn't valid in her feelings about stuff, but like, girl, we ain't seeing it for you. <laughs> like, we just not. But if I want, if I'm being honest, it's been a lot of talk about the ratings and what needs to be done to fix Real Housewives of Atlanta. And to me, I said, I didn't watch season one through four, I think. I might go back and watch those, but I didn't, I think I didn't come in to like either season four or five or something like that. But what happened to these people actually being housewives? That, but I was, I brought this up. I thought somebody, I forget what I, what I was reading. Maybe it was Vulture. They did an interview with uh, maybe a super fan or a blogger uh, or a writer on who, uh, who writes about the show. And they said that Real Housewives is sports for women. You know, they're invested in it. This is this is their football. This is their basketball. And when I was talking to Sarah, I said, well, and she agreed. She's like, yeah, it is kind of like sports for me, blah, blah, blah. But I said, well, sports don't last as long as this. Not, not, you know, the Bulls. I'm not talking about the Bulls don't last as long. I mean, the 90s Bulls weren't together 10 plus years, you know. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I wonder if they should have a constant cycle. Maybe you should only be here four or five years. I remember reading Chuck Clusterman, who was writing about the real world and said, the only good seasons of the real world when it first came out was season one and two, I believe, or maybe even three he threw in there. Because he said, by the time you got to season four and five or three and four, wherever he stopped at, people knew who to be. And they weren't authentic. They were like, I'm going to be the rebel. I'm going to be yeah. the shooter. And I think yeah. because you either have people watching who have watched this show as long as they have, or the people who have been on the show just know thou this is my character on the show. Yeah, no, I agree with that. And I think that they need to clean house and start over. I also think you should start over with people that aren't celebrities. Yeah. Um, number one. Or so I've been like watching a lot of stuff about it. And one thing that I learned about Real House was that it was supposed to be like a close knit of friends of people who actually knew each other. Like this was a clique of people. We knew each other. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't feel like they would ever get rid of Candy unless Candy just decided not to do it no more. And I can say keep Candy. Why? Because she is a very public figure in Atlanta and she knows a lot of people. So you can keep a clique of friends around Candy, right? Kenya... I don't think no longer needs to be on the show. I'm just going to be honest. Um, I feel like we've, you don't want to really give much or be on the show any dang on way. Mm-hmm. So like, whatever. But they have brought on Mineta and I truly kind of enjoy Mineta in all the interviews that I see. Mineta is the bitch in Atlanta. Now I said, if you want to create a new show, <laughs> 
that's who you want to get because she knows any any and everybody and she knows people who's not the like you they're probably big in atlanta but they're not celebrities right yeah so like a lot of people know udoxy i think that's how you pronounce it that's Ludacris' wife mm-hmm. and i've seen her be friends with a whole lot of people but you don't never see her nowhere yeah or you don't know about her personal life but like learning about her i'm like oh she would probably be amazing or if you were doing celebrities, get celebrities that we really don't see that much no more. Like somebody mentioned Akeisha Nipoleum. I was like, that might be random as hell. But like it could be interesting. I wonder if they're afraid to do it. To, oh yeah, but to, I think they're afraid to be on that show because the stigma that this no, reality show already has. I'm not even talking about that part. I'm talking about Bravo, like maybe Andy's like, well, we brought a we brought a sitcom star when we brought Kim Fields on. But and, they keep failing because you keep trying to bring, like, okay, again, Keisha Knight, pull it, might get that she's already a celebrity, but they keep failing because you keep trying to bring on these big, well-known people to me. I think it's, you have the Eva Marcel, you had Claudia Jordan, you had Kim Fields, like, we know these people, give me, we ain't know Deshaun Snow or Lisa Wu. Is it, it's Lisa Wu, right? That is, she, her ex, is the father of one of Keisha Knight Pulliam's child too. So oh I like, shit, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? But okay, make that a that'd be an interesting dynamic yeah, right would. there, right? Um, just just like you just I think it's time for them to clean house. We don't I I can say they could keep Drew if Drew start acting normal or something. <laughs> I don't know, Drew. I don't know if Drew be giving us really Drew sometimes. Like she seemed like she be putting on Sonya, it's a funny thing about Sonya. A lot of people don't like Sonya, but Sonya has everything that people say they want for reality TV. Because what everybody say right now is, oh, I'm so tired of the drama. I'm so tired of the ghetto ratchet fights. I just want to see people in their lives getting through functioning and doing great shit. And that's Sonya. She's a track star or whatever. Mm-hmm. She got her, she got real family dynamics. She got a husband, her house full of her family. She trying to create businesses. Like, she really is what you said you want, but then you get it, but you don't want her. Yeah. Um, I hear they supposed to bring Portia back, allegedly. Um, And then Kim, Kim Zosiak. Oh, yeah, um, now she's going through this divorce. She going through a divorce, and the, supposedly, allegedly, she has asked to come back. But I don't need recycled housewives. Cause like y'all brought Sheree back and what good is that doing us? Yeah. And they all on this hate candies thing. It's weird. They wanna she's they wanna take her out like they're trying to take out the grand dom. <laughs> they wanna mm-hmm. take her out. I I've seen a lot of movies. I don't know if you've seen a lot of movies over this break. Mm-mm. I ain't seen no movies. Okay. Well, <laughs> I'll go through some of the movies I've seen. We already uh, talked about what's love got to do with it. I saw a white man can't jump. I knew it wasn't oh, going to be good. Oh, that's unfortunate. I think you're fighting an uphill battle when you name the movie after something that people loved, right? It's uh, mm-hmm. And the thing you have to get right is chemistry. And there wasn't any, it didn't seem to be any chemistry between any of the actors, not just Jack Harlow and uh, Dwayne Wade Jr., um, uh, what is that dude's name who plays Sean on 
uh, what power? And he was Don Cornelius on the beat on the I song. I don't know that man's name. It, all right, so that that there's two. I'm also mad they didn't bring that Soul Train show back because that was a good show. It was. Uh, what's his dude's name? Starring Sinqua Walls. That's his name. So, the plot is basically the same plot as the other one. Is on 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 surface where you're just two guys who don't get along. Now they got to work together to win some money, right? They try to hit the same beats as the first one. And they had um, Lil Murder in it, right? And Lil Murder from P-Valley, he's in this movie and he played... You know what? When you said said they had a Lil Murder in it, I'm like, they killed somebody in white man. <laughs> like, how did we get this in the storyline? Uh, okay. Lil Murder, Lil Murder the character. Uh-huh. Yeah, the, the actor from P-Valley is in this. And he plays one of the best characters that was in the original movie. Uh, I think his name was Raymond. And now, if you guys seen the original White Man Can't Jump, he's the one who, who lost money, who was trying to bet uh, Wesley Snipes in Woody Harrelson's character. So he goes around the corner to rob the liquor store. And the guy was like, Raymond, is that you? And he's like, no, nah, no, nah, this ain't Raymond. And so he sells him his gun, comes back, has the money. And they're like, all right, we'll put your money up against, even though you're a little short. And Lil Murder is J. Alphonse, Alphonse Nicholson. So, uh-huh. um, so they, he ends up losing. And he says this classic line. He's like, all right, I'm going to go to my car, get my other gun, come back, shoot everybody. And this is when they all have to jump the fence and get out of there before they get shot. This character says, all right, I'm going to get my flamethrower and kill everybody. And they're like, flamethrower? And this man really came out with a flamethrower and it was CG and it was not good. And I'm like, why why replicate that? Another thing is, there's too many funny people. And I use funny loosely. So in the original movie, uh, Wesley and Woody were funny, but they were funny as themselves. You know how there's some people who are like, yo, this person is naturally funny. They're not even trying to be funny. You know, that was kind of how Sydney was. And Woody was in his white boy mode of like, look at your hat. What are you wearing? Blah, blah, blah. It was funny that way. And then there was Kadeem Hardison, who was like, we going, sis. That was it. This movie had Vince Staples being funny. I forgot who the other guy was. Andrew Schultz from The Brilliant Idiots. Charlemagne's co-workers in this movie trying to be funny. And like, you don't need six funny people. Just give me the two and let's right. work. Tiana Taylor was fine. Uh, what's old girl name? Laura Harrier. Who played Rosie Perez? I forget. Laura Harrier. And if you don't know who Laura Harrier is, I believe that's her name. Her name is Tatiana in this movie. Uh, yes. She was in the first Spider-Man for Marvel and she played the Vulture's daughter. So if you've seen the, the Spider-Man Homecoming, that's the first one. Yeah. What else has she been in that y'all might have seen? She's in the Black Klansman. I've never seen the Black Klansman. She's in Fahrenheit 451. I think Michael B. Jordan either produced it or starred in it. Oh, he's in it. Yeah, he started, he's in that too. And anything else on here? Yeah, Spider-Man No Way Home in 2021 and White Man Can't Jump. Oh, she made a cameo in that one. In uh, White Man Can't Jump in 2023. TV shows? I don't know any of these TV shows. So... Oh, wait, she was in the Mike Tyson Hulu movie and they had her play the Robin Givens character. I mean, Hulu TV show. I didn't see Mike at all. So yeah, there was no chemistry between them. <laughs> it's like They were just like, let's get us an Afro Latina 
uh, I guess that's what she is. Let's see. She's from, she's from. Has an accent. No. So, oh, she's not even Afro-Latina. She was born in Chicago, Illinois, March 28, 1990. She was raised in Evanston. That's where Northwestern College is. Her father is African-American. Her mother is Polish and English. So I didn't even get, okay. I mean, she look it, but she, she ain't it. What else I see? Oh, I seen Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. That movie's amazing. I heard. I oh, my goodness. Yeah, oh, yeah. my goodness. One of my coworkers be like, when is you going to the show? Like, I don't understand. I don't understand either. I I, I was surprised. I, you know, Sarah said she wanted to see it. Melissa came out the house to see it. She's really into art and animation and stuff like that. So we went and sat there for two hours and it blew my little. It was so good. It is so good. I don't want to spoil anything about it. I will tell you this and remind people because Sarah didn't know this. And apparently the rest of my movie theater didn't know this. This is part one of two. When the movie ended, people were mad. They're like, what? We got to come back? I'm like, yeah, yeah, you do. Real, real good. Um, what else? I saw The Bad Guys last night. And that's an animated movie that was fun. I didn't think it was going to be that good. But I was surprised at how The Bad Guys worked. It's about a group of bad. It's basically Ocean's Eleven as animated. But it's only like four or five of them. They rob banks. And they, they like... They were like, well, we, sh- we should pretend to be good so people will like us. But what ends up happening, spoiler alert, it's a kid's movie, guys, that they like being good. And it makes them feel good. And the wolf's tail starts wagging. So that's that. I didn't get to see Little Mermaid. And I saw a scary movie, I guess, horror movie called The Belko Experiment that I've been wanting to watch for a while. It came out like in 2016, 2017. I was surprised to see Gail Bean in it. And oh, it's about okay. this company these these workers at this company in Colombia one day they go to work and now they and then they it's kind of like uh, what's that what's that movie called saw where there's a voice that tells them hey you better kill like four people or we're gonna kill like you know you gotta kill two people or we're gonna kill four people people are like is this real what do we do and it ends up coming turning out to a whole gore fest bloody type movie and I think the problem with it is there's so much death that happens so fast. I appreciate it being only an hour and 30 minutes, but you don't feel anything when these characters die. You're just like, mm. all right, I guess. All right, you did. Bye. This weekend, though, I want to go see The Blackening. That shit looks fun. It's the black horror movie. I was going to ask you if you was going to see that. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to check that out. So we hopefully we can talk about that next week. And that that's about it, you know? That's all, the, all I have for you today. I didn't really care about Zion Williamson. That was another thing we missed for. <laughs> for wow, uh, that's a lot right there. It, you know what it was giving me? For those who don't know, Zion Williamson is <clears throat> a player for the New Orleans Pelicans. He did a gender reveal with the mother of his child. And then a porn star by Mariah Mills came out and said, I let you do all this nasty stuff. And I told you about these women trapping you, blah, blah. Zion is 22 years old. The average age of these two women that he's allegedly uh, involved with are 31. It's given you didn't know what you were getting into. And you remember how on, on Friday, was it Friday after next? No, it was the last Friday when Mike F says she's talking about sucking my dick from the back and I ain't never had that. I think that the woman put it on him and he didn't know how to act because it's like, ain't no way you should be out here with these grown ass women who know the game way better than you do. <laughs> mm-hmm. and got caught up in it 
So I wish him the best. But also, I feel like hey, I should have known better too. What man? We don't have the time. But what is it about people (laughs) (laughs) that feel like yo? I'm telling y'all right now. If the shit ever hit the fan in this relationship that I'm in, the last place I'm going to Twitter. It would, it would, it would, it would be if we ended up in divorce. It would take some time for me to unravel the details on this pod. And I promise you, if there's any woman who was checking for me, they would. If we ever got to talking, they'd have been like, "So wait a second, you and her broke up? When?" I'm like, "Oh, that happened. I had no idea. Yeah, because I didn't tweet about it. I didn't put it on Facebook. Blah blah. It is what it is." I'm not gonna like these hoes don't know how to act, and I can't believe you was fucking my friend. Like, these man, I'm not. And loyal. <laughs> no, I'm good. Uh, when is the BT Awards? When is that? That's not gonna be next. Oh, congratulations to um, what's old team? What's old team? The Nuggets. Congrats. I I, I, I didn't think Miami was gonna win. I was rooting for them, but Jimmy Butler didn't play like he was. June 25th. I had it right. Look at me. Mm-hmm. The nomination. So Glorilla. Let's see what these this hip hop awards looking like. I yeah. mean, we know tribute. Yeah. So Drake and Glorilla lead with six. Y'all was out here. Y'all was talking big shit. Yo, I I I recommend this if y'all if y'all haven't seen this on YouTube. What is this guy's name? I went down a rabbit hole. He has been reviewing VMAs from the past. Oh, uh, okay. These were a mess. Let me see what this guy's name is. Hugo Henderson. And I've seen a bunch of them. Like the 2004 VMAs were a mess. The 2009 VMAs were a hot mess. Blah, blah, blah. I implore you guys to watch some of these because some of the production uh, follies and, and mess ups, we be giving BET a lot. But I'm like, yo, this is really raggedy and we never noticed like there's a lot of VMAs that does not go as planned. Like, oh, you got to keep vamping, and oh, such and such didn't show up, so now we got to switch to this. And it's not seamless. You see it. So yeah, <clears throat> yeah, 2007. He's done a lot of them. I, like, and, and he's so good at it. He's from New Zealand, but he's not. He's not good enough for me to watch award shows that I didn't see. He'd be like the 2008. Uh, Nickelodeon Kids Choice. I'm like, fam, nah, yeah, I don't care. I didn't watch the original, so I don't have no no barometer. But with yeah. the VMAs, I'm like, I saw all of this and didn't notice that any of this stuff was happening. All right, that is the episode, guys. You can tweet me at one only. You can tweet Shell. At Sexy Shell. You can follow me on Instagram and you can follow me on this, what's mm. this stuff. I was, I was here for you. I was like, ooh, yesterday, y'all. She had messed it up. And then today. You can follow me on the Snappity Chat and the Imiz with the Z Shell. I'm just, you know what? We we just we're just gonna end the pod. I have so many of these. I could just put them in. Y'all wouldn't even notice. We could just stop. I could just stop right here. I'm like, let me insert the outro. Uh, check out other podcasts. Rate, review, subscribe. Follow the website 1515F. Support on the Patreon. Until next time, guys. I'll say peace. She says. Bye.